What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. What up, y'all? This is KC <laughs> and Hendrix, and I'm welcoming you guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. Real productive intro. Podcast. I don't feel like pulling her. It's very unprofessional. Though. All right, fine. Let me find it. Hold it down while I pull it up. Hold it down. Nigga, hold it down. That means people talking just the fuck. They're going some wood. <laughs> Nigga, I said hold it the fuck down. Damn. <laughs> you can't find no good help out here, Lord. Nigga, no. Hold on. I'm not the help, bro. Nigga, you is the help. <laughs> you got me all the way fucked up. I'm just saying, bro. I'm not the help. Mm. Come on, man. People's waiting. Bro, um, I told you supposed to be got inter- bad air. You literally supposed to be entertaining people right now. <laughs> what the fuck is that? On the real button. Welcome, 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 guys. <laughs> the two awkward moments podcast. I am joined by my nemesis and <laughs> <laughs> argumentative dancer, Andrew. And I'm KC. Uh, you didn't even let me get my intro in, you bro. You want shit of bull, nigga, and I'm not dealing. All right. That's Hendrix's ass. We're here talking. And I'm KC, and the place to be in that place is a 2 a.m. podcast each and every week, nigga. Bringing you our awkward take on pop culture, life, love, and the millennial experience. If I sound slow, cats out the bag, this shit roll down. Okay, we got cue cards and everything else to fuck in this motherfucker, okay? So, um, I guess we're going to start the show. What's up, Hendrix? Hey, how you guys doing? What's going on? Oh, What's up? nice. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm trying to be professional. That's all, bro. If you don't get the <laughs> fuck out of here, <laughs> boom. How's you guys' week? You know, we appreciate you guys for listening to last week's episode. New listeners, welcome. And shout out to all the new listeners. What is up? Sorry, you had to deal with Hendrix's shit. I don't even move. So what's up? What's, what's been going on? Anyway, shit. You know, I ain't doing shit. You look kind of uh, dressed up and shit for a Sunday. I went to brunch with mother and my cousin friend. <laughs> Oh, it was good. Y'all know black people got all these different connections to people. Like, oh, we we close with our families. Just close. We more than friends. We like cousins, nah, nieces. I don't know. Nah. Black people do do that. Okay. Just because you don't have family or I no one wants to claim you, <laughs> don't mean that other people suffer the same fate. I learned that a lot this week. Anyways, fuck. We went to brunch. It was cool. It was random. It was last minute. I hung out with my stepmom, then um, hung out with my dad for a minute, talked to him or whatever. And uh, I actually was asking him a question. I'm actually probably interested in the same question for months. But, um, yeah, so it was good to see my dad. I don't really see him a lot like that, which is kind of crazy because we live really close to each other. Yeah, we're like 10 steps away. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> shut up. All right, nigga. Chill. Anyways, yeah, so... This is a hot mess podcast. I'm just playing. So, um, chill. I didn't open my mouth. God, you know what I'm saying, guys. You just really can't find good motherfucking help, okay, or assistance if you would. co-hosting. Anyways, like I said, see my family. It was cool. She was sweet. Try to figure out what I was getting my dad for his birthday, which is next week. And I was asking him what he wanted to do for his 60th birthday, which is not for like three years. But when I was asking him, 
And his ass was just kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, well, let's go to Dubai, Hawaii, Australia. He's like, I'm really actually just good in my beware. Yeah, yeah. Me and I have a lot in common. But yeah, so that was bullshit, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? And then I think he wants like jeans and gym shoes for his birthday. <laughs> like, so you're a child. Buy you sleeping clothes. Uh, pajamas. When you buy kids pajamas and shit, when you don't really want to get them shit. You know what I'm saying? No, you buy them nothing. All right, nigga. I'm saying, I buy you shit. I don't want to buy you shit. Fuck it. Anyways, went to the LMA concert yesterday. It was great. She sounds amazing live. Her set was lit. It was awkward. I went by myself. Actually, I went to a concert by myself before. I went to the um, Beyonce concert by myself a couple years ago. And and that wasn't that bad. I don't know if it's because it was Beyonce, so it wasn't a lot of niggas there anyway, or it was because it wasn't such intimate setting. It was in an arena. It was um a big venue. So, like, it was just the girls in a row next to me. Like, I was the only seat in the restaurant with this girl, like, this whole group of friends of women. And it's like, oh, you by yourself? Well, you with us now? So we were, like, dancing and snapping together. So we was kind of, like, chilling. But, like, yesterday, I think I was just... Alone. I mean, it wasn't bad though. Like it was when we was in line. We had to stand in line outside for a minute in Michigan. It was thirty one degrees, but um, we stand in line for a second. It was I was literally sandwiched between two couples. A couple's in front of me, a couple behind me, and they're like making out Aww. and like trying to keep warm and shit. And like, they all kissing and cuddling, How and I'm just that like, you feel? this is fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking trifling as hell. But um, I'll be probably doing the same thing. But I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, actually, you know what, nigga? All the niggas I did, it was really small, so I probably For won't. Sure. So, actually, scratch that. I kept all my heat to myself. I don't know. People say I'm hot, even though I'm always cold. But I'm legitimately hot. Like, I'm like, people are like, why are you so warm? Like, I literally run. Yeah, I'd be freezing, but my well, body be hot. Anyways. anyways. But, <laughs> so, show was good. I had a good spot. It was a stand-up concert. Um, like I said, she put on a good show. Um, I really realized that I did not listen to the whole first half of her album. So I was just kind of like, I was one of those people because I didn't know the words. I'm like, yeah. I just can't hear her booed up. No, her. I know a good amount of her songs, but the whole, like, I would, like, I would listen to her older EPs and shit. Like her, I guess, because this is, I mean, because this album is technically her debut album. She had like three other projects before that. Like Time, uh... I don't know. Don't give me a lie. <laughs> but she had a, she had a ready and something. Else. She had like three other projects before. So I legitimately was like completely out the loop, but I knew the older stuff. So that was cool, but it was a great show. Great performance. And I ended up linking up with one of my uh, frenemy clothes, um at the bar and watching the rest of the fight. The heavy, what well, wasn't the light heavyweight fight was kind of different. Both of those fights were trash. Well, that one was it. Well, actually, I guess they both was trash. But I feel like in the last one, like you knew he won because the other boy didn't do anything. But he wasn't really like beating his ass. He just wasn't fighting back. And then the one before that was it the featherweight fight. That was just like, oh boy, like he just wasn't even trying. Like he went out there. He could have just went out there and handed old boy the belt because that's how it looked like him. He was in the ring fighting. He just didn't give a fuck. He was just getting his ass told the fuck up. UFC definitely disappointed last night. So, um. With a couple marquee fighters and shit. So, so that was some bullshit. But, it was all good. I was asking my friend, like, who wants to win? He said, I don't care. They both black. <laughs> I was like, all right. Let's roll with that. Nigerian nigga definitely got it. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, he wasn't playing with him. But yeah, anyways, um, that was pretty much. I'm trying to think. That's a lot I really did. Um, went to this. Um, be- oh, I thought this was funny. Sorry, vegans, don't be mad. But me and my best friend went to a vegan. Uh, on a Saturday. Class. It was like a. It's like a. They have a monthly meeting where they talk about different vegan stuff. So. This is talking about like switching over plant based and like different stuff like that or whatever. And next month they're gonna talk about like grocery shopping and stuff you should buy. But anyways, we went to the vegan class. She was actually supposed to go with somebody else, but found girl. But um, she took me, and then we went to have barbecue after. But I it was mean, y'all not vegans. Y'all play vegan. <laughs> I don't know, nigga. I'm not up in the play <laughs> vegan. <laughs> she was. So- because they were serving like at first on the thing on the paper we went to it said it was supposed to be free vegan lasagna so he was like oh you know we gonna eat that then we went back there at the end it's like eight dollars i'm not about to pay eight dollars for something i might not like so we just went to go eat <laughs> like, <laughs> i'm paying eight dollars for no fucking vegetables nigga. all right all right all right all right you ain't do it either what you talking about all right you ain't do it either and <laughs> so the fuck nobody asked you that <laughs> nigga with the slows afterwards man how you know you <laughs> know <laughs> With the slows to have a, a, How do a you plate. know Nigga had brisket Okay <laughs> Like and, and baked beans Okay And mac and cheese Nigga you said Dairy what Yes all of it Um So I'll tell you <laughs> And the beans Had a big ass piece of pulled pork Right in the middle Talking about how I know You call me fat all the time I know what I know the barbecue. You go to barbecue spot Downtown Nigga you going to slows so. We were trying to decide Between slows Brom And uh, Okay and that's what I was going to text you, but we really be sitting in the car for like 30 minutes. Like, what are we going to eat? What are we going to eat? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's what happened. But, um, yeah, that was, um, it was cool. Cool little thing. I'm trying to think. I feel like I did something else, but I probably didn't. Mm. Nope. I didn't. I'm <laughs> I'm like, did I leave the house on um, Friday? Chill. Did I leave the house on Friday? I don't think I did. Damn. I must have did. Oh, that was on Friday. But Thursday, I went to go see... Medea. And let me be honest and say that I had no intention or desire to go see that movie. But listen, the movie was extremely fucking corny. I'm not lying. But or I'm not gonna hold you. No, no cap. Haha, <laughs> what the kids say. But I will say that I did die laughing at several. Like it was just like and I felt bad. Cause I was laughing hard as fuck, like tear laughing, like this shit's stupid, but it was mm. so. I guess it was a bitter. So it was a Medea movie. Okay. Uh, see, I haven't watched the Medea movie in a really long time. I think the They're last the one same. I seen was like the Bye one, and that was what years ago. It's all the same. Okay, well, same thing. Corny with a bunch of well, with some jokes. Yeah, because it was some shit. Was like I was like okay, but it was like this shit corny. The action's bad. It's like it's like pretty much like a play that they decided to record. I mean, whatever the case may be. It was it was cool. Um, I bought my ticket for Miss Marvel. I'm going. I, I'm hopefully knowing my lazy, tired, exhausted, old ass. Cause I booked it on Thursday, mm. and I chose the eleven o'clock show. Good luck with that one. My uh, well, when I booked it, it was no all the but my logic behind it was that at least I'll be able to come home from work, take a nap, and then go. That was my lot because at first I was gonna book the one at seven, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna wait." I feel like people, you know, people want to take their kids and show at least their kids. <laughs> well, never mind. These people don't parent kids, right? Never mind. <laughs> Daddy, I want to go see Captain Marvel. Right. They definitely. I was like, when we went to the casino on Wednesday, me and my no on Monday, me and my best friend went to the casino to eat or whatever. It was like seafood day, 
And it was so many fucking kids there. And I'm like, it's a, it's 10 o'clock at night. 9.30. Why is these kids out here? The kids got to eat, man. What are you the talking The kids should have ate at 6. They was in the line at 6. They, no, they was. <laughs> nigga, we got to the line at 7. We got to the line at 7. And we did not leave until after 10. It was like 10.30 when we left. We was in line at 10. We didn't get seated to 8.20. We was in line for almost an hour and a half. And there was so many kids. And I was like, I am never coming back to this one. Now I remember why I go to MGM because Motor City people kidnap never fucking yeah I'm like I've never had a way I mean and honestly the food is not right. um but yeah I'm trying to think what else my Mr Marvel LMA watching the 2000 documentary on uh, Netflix that yeah I'm on episode six it was oh uh, not that far I'm on episode like four but it's a lot of shit that I did not know about like I guess I was only ten but I did not know about the when Bush won it was all that controversy behind the election I completely missed that but I was oh yeah. I yeah, didn't know um, that. The I think it was Florida. the financial crisis episode. I learned a lot of shit in that. I think that's episode four. I might be. I, I'm not saying that too. We talking about all the banks and stuff yeah. when I'm going like going under. Like you know, I knew it was bad at the time. Yeah, I didn't know about the dot coms going under either. But you know, AOL did disappear. Shit, they were terrible. I mean, yeah, but but when you think about it, the the start of internet, it was so like. Prominent because I, we did everything on AOL. We was in AOL chat rooms, AOL instant messenger, AOL everything. It was like the basis on which we went online. Yeah, that um, <laughs> that Bush episode was. Ooh. Yeah, it was like when it came with whole like seeing the whole weapons of mass destruction thing and seeing how that whole thing played out was wild. But yeah, um, so that's a if you like docu series, I would definitely highly recommend that. Um, I also watched and finished. The Umbrella Academy, um, that was really good. I'm thinking about episode three of that. Uh, so watch it. I think it was something else I was about to start. Oh, and I also started Boomerang. Too. Um, so far, so good. It's actually not bad. I'm intrigued. Um, so I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna catch up on everything. I like. I think I'm on episode four. I'm gonna watch. Um, but I think that's it. Fire smooth television. All that. I don't think I watch. Um, I did check out two local businesses. If you are in the Michigan or Detroit area, lobster food truck. I went and tried them again, and it was amazing. I had some load of crab fries, and the bitches was good. Sorry, I'm fat. And then I also tried our Royal Banner Pudding, but also a local business. Check that out as well. Really good. You can order that. Bye. You know, I think it was like two weeks ago, I was driving by the food truck, and I was like, that's a pay for No, this is my second time only having it. I don't oh. know. I'm just saying. I, I, I actually went by. last week, and they sold out. Like, mm. I went last week and they sold out. So actually, it was only my second time ever having it. I went, I went on Friday. It's a lot of Black <laughs> Patriots, bro. You gotta chill on me. <laughs> Not that many at the lobster food truck, though. Nigga, it is. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I think that's it. Anything? What's going on with you? With movies, TV? Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Savage album hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. It was short. Um. <laughs> I, I I don't dislike it, but if you're not paying attention to that song list, it will sound like one long ass. Like, because I was listening to this thing. I know I'm on like song 10. I'm like, fuck, I get here. Like, I'm like, did I skip? So, like I said, I don't dislike it, but it's, I um, I enjoyed the Cardi B video for um, the visual for Please Me. Um, I know that song was a hit or miss for people, but I actually, the video actually made me like it even more. Um, like a lot of Cardi, she does really good. And I feel like a lot of that is probably from the fact she was a stripper or entertainer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you care more about yeah. the visual and things like that if you are in the entertainment side of things. So, I appreciate the effort she puts in stuff like that. But anyways, I guess that's it. No, I mean, Hendrix, whatever your name is. Good to what's, uh, uh-huh. what's new in your life? <laughs> Well, you know, I'm the boring one out of the two. I just go work. 
go home. Um, boy, please, I go. You just list. You just talked about twelve minutes of shit you did this week. Mm-hmm. I have two. Um, yeah, I really, <laughs> I really didn't do anything. I stepped out briefly last night. Okay, so you went out. Just briefly. So you went out. Not technically, no. You did. No, nah, it was like a little kickback that I stepped out to for like a high second. So literally. you was home. Literally a high second. Um. You know, it was just kind of, you know, I, it was my scene, so I, I dipped real fast. What are you talking about? No, no. I mean, it's one of those house parties. It's like, all right, bro, y'all on some other shit. I don't know. It was just a lot of stuff that <laughs> was like, <laughs> a lot of stuff that wasn't for my mind. My, they my was doing coke? No. I would have stayed for that. <laughs> I would have stayed for that, but... um. No, nah, it was just like you know one of them them uh, house parties that kind of remind you of the house parties like when you were like younger and shit. So they was playing spin the bottle or no, nah, you know like the little basement parties shit. Like bro, we kind of kind of old for that, but um, all right, cool. It's <laughs> like y'all niggas doing a crybaby on the floor and shit. Like I gotta go. Yeah, nigga, on the floor. I have to go. I'm thirty. I'm trying uh, to shake ass. <laughs> um, other than that, um, shake ass for my nigga because I got rich niggas. <laughs> other than that, um, just trying to be a little less uh stress. Having some um, family issues, health wise, so I'm just kind of working through that. So I've been kind of like make sure addicted to uh, Apex Legends. It is, is a that? battle royale similar to Fortnite. Yeah, I just been I playing that shit nonstop. People on the you know, on the, the PlayStation Well, you interact with people. I mean, you know, you have to to play the game because I don't want to die. But, uh, yeah, that's really, like, fun. I haven't really had fun with, like, a game in a while. Um, like we said, TV. I'm doing the 2000 docuseries. Um, I also started on Umbrella Academy. That is a very interesting show to watch, especially if you're intoxicated. The fucking monkey scared the shit out of me. Like, I knew... <laughs> It was a monkey in there, but I didn't know what his purpose was. And that first thing when he just kind of popped up, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and his voice doesn't sound like his face. I mean, I know, I'm, monkey. Yeah, I, I know. I realized how stupid that was. I was going to say Master Splinter or... <laughs> um, other than that, um, we kind of getting... Well, baseball is starting up in a minute. Um, it's officially March, so um, March Madness is upon us with uh, college basketball. My fucking Lakers are trash. I don't. Oh, did you listen to Two Chains' uh, album? A&R by a... Look, he LeBron? needs to fucking focus on basketball. That is the whole issue. He's That's there why for I, business. I didn't want him here in the first place. He has business I to said take that around. from day fucking one. He doesn't care. <laughs> I don't care that he doesn't care. He do, but that's the bad part. LeBron get all butthurt and shit about niggas not giving no effort and shit, and you out there bullshitting too. Shut the fuck up. Got he them. A&R records, nigga. No, he doesn't. He should have A&R'd a little bit better, because the 2 Chainz project was solid, but it could have been a lot better. I know he didn't really have no influence in it. It was some marketing shit, but yeah, it could have been a lot better. Um, I didn't listen to Solange's album because I needed a, a chance for it to like uh, breathe a little bit. Cause I didn't Let listen. that bitch breathe Yeah I didn't listen to the last one Till like Three months after it came out Cause Yeah Solange Like you gotta start move To listen to that shit it's def- I would say that If I can recant What I said before It's definitely mood music Like you don't You gotta be In the mood 
to listen to that. But I mean, I think that she makes music for her core. I don't think she makes music with, like game. Yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like I think she she makes the bitches. Bro. Yeah, but um, two changes to good. I actually didn't watch the Please Me video because I wanted that shit to breathe too. Um, no phones in the studio. Oopsie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it was kind of chill. Dealing with a lot of shit, so I'm trying to maintain my sanity within all of it. So, yeah, it was pretty chill. Six at World. All right, Six at World. Every week, it, it is appropriately titled every fucking week because something goes on there. Um, we're not going to touch on all of it unless Casey wants to touch on the Kardashian, Jordan Wood shit. I wasn't. I mean, why not? Give the people what they want. Um, So, our first story from Jaden Smith. Um, He is bringing clean water, Michigan. Yay. I knew I liked Mm, Yeah. Just Goods is his organization. Um, He's partnering with a church in Flint, Michigan to bring a mobile, well, the water box, water filtration system that uh, reduces lead and other potential contaminate Dave, uh, providing clean water poorly donated over five million. that's a good look because it, it's as long as the flint water crisis has been going on like it's still going on every day like people are still using bottled water to clean yeah. and cook and wash their bodies and shit like that and i'm actually seeing how recent i know i know it's recent but i've been seeing a lot of hoopla online about floyd i've been a little bothered by it but i don't even know he's a trash ass person so we actually don't have to talk about it Look, he's a fuck nigga he's yes, always he's a been nigga. a fuck nigga i mean he took the same approach to, Fl- uh, to flint as he did pretty much with the goose. like i mean i'm gonna do the fuck i want to it's my money fuck y'all I don't care. Leave. If you have water, daughter, leave. And I've seen another nigga on Instagram, I mean, on Facebook saying the same thing, like, water fucked up. Why y'all still live there? That's bad. I was, that was years ago. Why y'all still stay there? Nigga, because they probably can't afford to move. Moving is not cheap. I mean, a lot of people... Uprooting your family is expensive. ...don't understand what poverty actually is. And a lot of people feel like they're above poverty when they're really not. So... Uh, mm. My man's from Facebook probably got a, a little bit better than... The people in Flint, but he ain't really out here like that. Boy, just a fucking rich dickhead. Yeah. Yeah, ain't no excuse in that. So, um, shout out to Jaden Smith for, you know, trying to help out sure. a local community. Um, hopefully that goes well. All right. So, this story is actually kind of fucked up, but it is funny. Okay, let's hear it. A <laughs> uh, man by the name of Dietrich Lee McGowan. Um, recently bought $500 of Girl Scout cookies from his local and the uh, troop leader posted a video on Facebook and that ultimately led to McGowan's arrest okay. in Greenville, South Carolina. Apparently, uh, the DEA had been investigating him for six months prior to him doing that good deed and yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's a case of like, you know, all good shit ain't really good shit. I mean, you know, a yeah, lot of... I, I learned that with you niggas a long time ago. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it just it just it just goes to show that like even when you do a good deed, that doesn't necessarily mean you're gonna get good karma back. So. Oh shit! Nah, I know that from experience. <laughs> but I do though. So yeah, I mean, it's an unfortunate um, situation. He was trying to do good, but yeah, I mean, when you're out here like that, you so know. So that was how they caught them, caught him, or what? Yeah, that was how they, <laughs> they was investigating him, man. Um, and they're like, how you get $500? Come with me. 
Yeah, a lot of people are supporting him, but um, a lot of people are like, well, you know, you even though you're a drug dealer. And so, know, so this nigga flipping thin mints, nigga. <laughs> like, you're doing good deeds, but you're still a bad person, so does that what? really make that it doesn't, a good No, yes, it does. Y'all never seen Dexter? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, until he started killing regular people. I don't know. think Dexter did. I ain't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just like Joe from you. <laughs> All righty. Yeah, I mean, if it's good intention, it's the way. I'm just playing. I listen to me. No, well, you can say the same about niggas, you know. No, their intentions ain't never motherfucking good, bro. You gotta chill with that one. That's a that's a lie. Speaking of good deeds, um, <clears throat> Robert Kelly is now out of prison. Yeah, I heard some hoes you get bailed him out. Wow, that's disrespectful. Mm. I mean, they bail Robert <laughs> Kelly off out of prison. They are hoes, and they, they ain't hoes with no self respect. Uh, a young, well, a woman by the name of Valencia Love. Um, <laughs> uh, she is a restaurant owner, and also she owns the child care facility, the Lord oh and the Lord. Child. Is she own a child care facility? Christian daycare. Um, All right, I'm done. I'm not rolling. I'm not talking about this. <laughs> Continue, but I'm done. I'm she offering them kids up. Um, apparently she won a wrongful death lawsuit. And that's how she um, had the money, along with her businesses. That's how she had the money to bail R. Kelly out. Apparently, she met R. Kelly on a cruise ship, uh, I think it was six months ago. And they developed a friendship. And she's, you know, a huge supporter. And she saw a friend in need, obliged by the... <laughs> don't she obliged to her friend in need. She had it, you know. I got it, you got it, kind of thing. And, yeah, she caught a... a, a Ain't sh- no dick that good. <laughs> Caught a shit ton of flack for helping out a good friend. As she uh, should. Yeah, I think the thing for me was the fact that um, you own a child care center and you're helping bail out a alleged pedophile. So, yeah, that's, that's not I have a good no. I know this is extreme and fucking dark, but I have no reason to doubt the fact that she is offering those kids to him. Like little sacrifices. Allegedly. My money is for me. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all cute. A little, uh, I said. <laughs> a little sick. <laughs> oh my god! What's next, Hendrix? That was all I had. I wasn't going to talk about the Jordan Woods story because there is no story. Um, Listen, ain't no story. Jordan Woods slept with Tristan Thompson, <laughs> like all these other bitches been sleeping with his ass. Okay, he's a hoe. And she ain't shit either. But they both some hoes. Okay? Mainly him. Because, I mean, technically, I mean, if that's the only nigga she fucking with, I don't know if that necessarily make her a hoe, but do make her opportunist, though. Because, I mean, that was her friend people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, um, I I do like the fact that Khloe Kardashian did go back on her original statement. I mean, now, that was stupid. I am happy that she finally said that because she was like, no, this is your fault. And Okay, now listen. I see both sides of this. I see both sides of this because... I am a walking oxymoron and the fact that I am extremely sensitive, but I'm a really logical person. Like I try to see logic in most shit where it's not even logical. Like, and so I'm saying like situations that should be emotional. I'm like, that doesn't make sense though. No, I got what you were saying. I was just talking about, you know, the you aspect of it. But with the whole, um, (laughs) nigga, please. But I'm saying like, I see both sides. I see the side of like, it being like, okay, bitch, no, it should be, that's a problem you should have with your nigga. 
And if it was a random, it would. I, no, I'm not saying it would. But if it was a random bitch, then I feel like she should be keeping that same energy with her nigga. And you shouldn't approach the woman because you don't know if she know y'all together or whatever. It's never her fault. That's the that's up to your man to decide that she don't you or not or do whatever with somebody else. So you should be addressing the person you're in a relationship with. Now, I do understand with them being so close and her being like her little sister, a part of her family, whatever the case may be, that that was just fucking wrong on her part, too. For the position that she has in her life. That was disrespectful and wrong and morally corrupt and all of that shit like that. Completely get it. I'm completely rolling with that. But on the other thing, side of things, you bitches. Yes, you peasant bitches. The regular bitches. All you hoes is like, oh my God, but the Kardashians deserve this. Or why are you acting like this is all Jordan's fault and why you not blaming y'all man? Y'all bitches do this all the time. But niggas y'all don't have kids with. But niggas that don't give a fuck about y'all ass either. Why y'all talking about, oh, why are you doing this? You, he, he showed you repeated behavior. What? The nigga you got living in, in your house got had three other kids on you. What is you talking about? One thing I've learned about doing this podcast, not only doing this podcast, but just being um, active on social media is situations that happen to celebrities do not apply to regular people's lives. Even though they're directly going through the same shit, they will use their um, logic that they don't apply to their own situation. Exactly. That's the point I'm making. But even, even no, even more than that, though, they want to. These are the same people that want to call Khloe Kardashian stupid. And why did you stay? But then y'all want Cardi B to get back with Offset. Tell my son, what? Take him back. What? But y'all was just calling Khloe the stupid for the same shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, What? You know, we're all entitled to our opinion, no matter what, how misguided it is. Such a bipartisan ass. No, I'm just kidding. Look. Um, <laughs> just trying to be diplomatic. All you here. niggas dumb, bro. That's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Blah the fuck out. You got all your own issues. Y'all and took around niggas this. And I actually wanted to do a topic about this. And maybe we'll touch on it eventually. But you bitches are the queens of staying around for some community ass dick. So why the fuck can't she? You know what I'm saying? Y'all do it all the time. So let her work through her issues like the fuck she needs to. She'll get rid of that man when she good and motherfucking ready. Just like y'all niggas still in your purse. You will get rid of him when you ready. Well, exactly. Hell has froze over because you bitches got the game fucked up. So listen, I don't know, but I mean, it is what it is. Jordan Trifon too. I didn't watch her little stank ass interview because I'm sure her ass was lying. And um, I'm not rolling. I know some people are like, oh, we support Jordan. And I bet, I bet in this side chick-ass generation that y'all do support Jordan. Because y'all can see how somebody else's bitches, whatever, somebody else's niggas dick could look delicious. So I understand why you niggas are rolling with Jordan. I see it because y'all some hoes too. I feel it. Talking about some what? I don't get it. To me, it's always bizarre because my friends, family members, anything, their niggas are essentially Ken dolls, nigga. They don't have penises. I'm disgusted. You know what I'm saying? Quite frankly, I don't see it. I'm like, oh, that's gross. Because I just naturally am like, okay, that's you. But I see other you better bitches not 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 wired like that. <laughs> and that's fine. It's still weird. But that's so you know what? I hope Chloe works everything out. Her and her baby can move on and live their best fucking life alone. And you know, I don't know what happened. I didn't know who the fuck she was until the scandal came out. So, I mean, I'll be okay. I'm sure she will be too. She will live to fuck other people's men all day long. 
That's the thing that I understand. No, I'm no seriously though, because it's so many people, it's so many people defending her. Like, oh, well, the Kardashians deserve this. I'm sure you did some fucked up shit before in your life. I'm sure you have. So when a bitch busting it open for your nigga, and you're not gonna be like, you know what? I deserve this. I did litter the other day. You're not gonna think like that. So shut your dumb ass up. Karma working crazy ways, nigga. I'm not going to express... Your nigga giving her back shots because you threw the trash on the ground. That's your fault. Yeah. That's your karma. I had to sit this one out. I'm sorry. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Think about it. Stop throwing rocks from that glass house. You know what? No, I'm not. I'm not going to sit this out. Look. <clears throat> Look. I, I'm just going to piggyback slightly off of what Casey said. Let's. But you bitches got a lot of nerve. Ooh, you bitches do gotta got a nerve. A lot. One thing I don't like in life is people who can't apply logic to their situation, but can apply logic to other people's situations. Man, say it. You have to practice what you preach or shut the fuck up. Shut up. Because a lot of times you end up looking stupid especially in this day and age where shit does not delete because yeah you you can talk about chloe and how dumb she is but you're a baby daddy of three who has seven kids um is giving you the runaround you know you promised you the the ring the the house the car the family and you're still there hoping wishing anticipating um in poverty and um you have the audacity to comment on what's going on with people who really don't give a fuck about you at all. Like, sometimes you just got to relax and, and look at you. Don't, you don't have to post your opinion online. We don't need to think people. Thank God Jordan Woods has uh, the Smith family as a uh, <laughs> a blanket. So she didn't, you know, have to carry that burden for real, for real. Yeah. That's that's thankful. You know, we don't that is one thing I can say about the situation. It is hard to see um that on the opposite end. Because normally it's the Kardashians fucking our family. So to potentially see a young, naive black woman um fucking up a Kardashian family. Yeah, okay, I get I get it. You do see a little bit of happiness in that situation, but at the end of the day, it's still fucked up. If she fucked up your family, you'd be mad. But, you know, y'all do what y'all do. And uh, I'm going to just laugh from the sidelines because I really ah. don't care. But, yeah, that's, that's all I had to say. You know, it, it's just how hypocritical of you to say one thing and um, do completely the other. That's it. That's all I had to say. We can move right along. Um Oh, one more thing. Shout out to Zendaya and her um, Tommy Hilfiger line. She had a all, um, her, yeah, her entire show was all black model ranging from, I think she said 18 to age 60 or 70 or something like that. Um, and it was all black models. She had some iconic models like Beverly Johnson and Greg Jones and all this stuff like that. So I thought that was dope, especially for Tommy Colored's. But, um, I thought that was dope. So, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying? 
being dope. Girl magic. <laughs> if you want to send any questions or comments or concerns or voice your opinion on anything we discuss on the show, you can do so by hitting us up at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Send that in to us and we'll get back to you. Mind of a millennial. All right. So I know you said you actually had a question this week. So I'm, I'm interested. Okay. So. My question for this week, Kendrax, is in the perfect world, uh, if you, if money is not an issue, if work is not an issue, let's say you don't have to work, you are financially stable, um, and everything is great, you are well rested because you don't work, and all you do is have all this unlimited free time, what would be the one thing or the first thing you would want to do? Um, I would probably want to go away for a minute, um, just like a, a vacation, because having financial stability not working um you know what i'm saying just having all this free time that will lead you to get into a lot of trouble very fast and i just feel like you know if you take yourself out of the equation for a while you can kind of reset your mindset and go from there because you know what i'm saying financially stable is very rocky because that shit can change in a day so yeah, I would probably take myself away from the situation for a while and then come back with a renewed uh, aspect of the situation. That's what I would do. What would you do? What would you do? Oh, me? Yeah. Um, Probably travel. And it's funny, you know, my dad asked my dad, because I started off asking my dad this question, um, especially because it's almost time for him to retire. Well, it's actually past time for him to retire. <laughs> um, But it's actually almost time for him actually getting ready to actually retire. And... I was just asking him, because that is one of my dreams. If I ever had a goal, if I ever had a dream, one of my biggest things, it has actually has nothing to do with me, it has to do with my dad, I want to retire him. And not only retire him, I want to retire him, like, comfortably. Like, I want him to be able to wake up every day and be like, you know what, maybe I want some baguettes from Paris. I'm about to go get on the block. It's like, he's well-rested, all his bills are paid, he, he's not tired because he ain't working, and all he can do is wake up every day and live for himself because he's always lived for us and everybody else. He's always been a provider, always took care of everything. And so that's, like, my ultimate goal in life. And so I was asking him that. I was like, so, Dad, I'm like, well, you know, I was pretty much pushing that same question to him. Like, what would you want to do if, you know, money is an issue? You, I was like, you can't say sleep because you don't work, so you will rest. You get to sleep all the time. What would you want to do? And he was like, that's such a far-fetched idea all right. that I have no idea. He was like, because he was like, I've, I've I've been this person my entire life. You know what I'm saying? I grew up and, you know what I'm saying, we wasn't doing a whole bunch of traveling and it was that wasn't a thing to me. He was like, I don't think about like traveling as something that's fun. You know what I'm saying? Or adventure. He was like, I would really have to learn myself to figure out what it is I want to do. Because I don't think about like, because I was like, oh, you want to ski? You want to snowboard? You want to parasail? You want to zip line? He was like, I'm old, my knee. Like, <laughs> I'm like, you want to travel? He's like, I really am not like a jet setter like that. I don't really, I ain't really, you know me. And I'm like, damn, he's like, I don't know. And so, I, and even when I was saying, I was like, oh, travel? Like, what do you want to do for your birthday? You know, you, your uh, 60th birthday when it comes around, he's just like, I don't know. Right, I want to be left alone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's how, <laughs> that's how he is. And so it's just like, he had me thinking because I was like, yeah, travel. And he was just like, tell me this. What do you get from traveling? And I had to think, I'm like, the experience. And he was just like, but no, what do you get from it, though? He was like, is the air different? Is this, is this different? And I'm just like, damn, he kind of unraveled my argument a little bit. But that's the type of person my dad is grounded and logical about shit. So not the person. That's where. Yeah. It is a very far-fetched idea. I don't even, like, that's not even 
remotely in my mind. But Definitely a good question. All right, so my question for you this week is, what is your biggest pet peeve that you have with yourself? Like, what about you irritates the fuck about out of you? Mm, wow. Um, I would say uh, between two things. Okay. It would either be my actually. Well, actually, I could buy another. So, two things. It would either be my, um, I would say, depression and sensitivity, even though I had a, um, or it would be, yeah, depression slash sensitivity, or it would be self doubt. Okay. My pride isn't really, it doesn't really bother me about this other people. <laughs> but, um, but when somebody asks me my character flaws, the first thing I say is my pride because it, it, in interactions with other people. Um, but, and when I'm thinking about just for my own personal good, it would be depression and my sensitivity. So essentially, then I'll be prideful and heartless. <laughs> Sober for you niggas. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would say that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are probably my pet about my style. Care too much. Okay. Um, I like that answer. It's pretty good. Nigga. Um, for me, it would probably be my ability to be brutally honest. In the worst situation, and to hold my tongue when I really should. Like, I will be brutally honest when, like, I know the outcome is not gonna be, like, good. Like, I don't know how to ease into, like, something like that. Like, you know, a serious situation, you know, I'm gonna speak my mind, but a lot of other times when, you know what I'm saying, like, my opinion is asked or something like that, I just kind of go with the flow. So. That would be my biggest pet peeve with myself, amongst other shit. But yeah, those are the two main. But already. <laughs> All right. So this week for um, damn, I was about to say the LL talk. It hasn't been that in a long time. Throwback. All right. Um, for the let's argue topic <laughs> this week, I actually think I just changed it. No, oh, dear good. Oh, okay. Pick and pick pick something. Let's go. Okay, so I want to know. We're gonna keep. But why do we choose people that hurt us? Do you think that I'm gonna read? I'm gonna read. I'm gonna rephrase that. Do you think that we are predisposed to enjoy or consider pain as a part? Are we predisposed? Well, this is a very deep topic. My mind just went way, way, way deep. Um, yes, we are, and it's not even. Oh, at a fault of our own It's just like You know I don't know I'm not going down that rabbit hole No go 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 We here we ride with you Let's go <laughs> No I mean You can even Like break that down In the simple forms As far as like Beliefs Or like Religion Like you can believe In something So much Even though you have Signs of It being Completely opposite Going on All around you Mm-hmm. So you can maintain that um, that faith in something or somebody, even though like shit's not going right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just part of who we are because a lot of times you know when somebody is like not not cutting it, not um, providing you with what you want, and you still like you have that attachment. Like the, a lot mm-hmm. of times it takes a while for those attachments to completely break and it's no it's like that's just how we are it's no fault of our own like i envy people who can just be like all right yeah i'm done like yeah I'm cut, cutting ties like i'm straight fuck this shit like i i don't i don't have that 
Yeah. I don't know or necessarily, I don't want to say, because I don't know for sure if women monopolize this feeling, but I definitely think that that is one of the issues. Well, I don't want to say issues, but one of the, I guess, negative attributes of unconditional love. And the reason okay. that because everyone, we all say that, you know, it's been a thing forever that we want to be loved unconditionally, right? And I feel like when you get to the point when you love someone past their flaw and you care about them wholly as a person and for who they are, right. even when who they are can be toxic. We do that a lot. And it's hard, I think, once you get to the point where you're like, I love them, I love them, I care about them. You want them. You want the best for them. You want them to be better. You care about them so much and you hope things will can improve. I think that might be a lot of the reason why I go through and allow to be pained and hurt for so long and we tolerate it for so long is because it's like we think it's going to get better or because we've seen the good. And so we just hope that the good outweighs the bad. And because of that pesky little feeling of love. Yeah, I mean, I've been, definitely been in situations where, you know, even with the unconditional love, it's like it's not working. Like, a lot of times you have to just own up to the fact that no matter how you feel about a person, no matter how a person feels about you, if it's not right at that moment, it's not right. Absolutely. And that's the point I was about to make. Unconditional love is important to have in a relationship, right? You should be able to love someone past all their issues. But the point and who you should love is that the person that you are having that unconditional love for should not be causing you harm emotionally physically you know within reason obviously you know we get our feelings hurt for petty shit you know what i'm saying you watch fucking love and hip-hop without me or whatever i know i'm hurt you know what i'm saying you watch crazy anatomy without me i'm my feelings are a little hurt like damn you ain't think about you ain't bring me nothing our feelings get hurt. no i'm seriously like you know think about the petty shit that might you might have been like wow i thought you was better than that i'm not talking about stuff like that i'm talking about like when i think like the, the stuff that matters like your person that you choose to love unconditionally should not be the person hurting you I mean, but and it physically is. emotionally well i'm saying in the terms of like stuff that you should leave like they you getting your ass beat they're continuously disrespecting you and when i mean that it's either how they speak to you or you know stepping out or any you know a magnitude of things if they're doing stuff that you don't that you can't tolerate or you refuse to accept right so once it gets to that point i think the the lined the lined Wow, line. I think the line. I'm listening too much. <laughs> Period. All right. The line to me comes from yes, you can love them unconditionally, but the thing is that you also have to love yourself more than you love anybody else first. And that love will not allow you to deal with the bullshit. Sorry. Now, that's a lot of stuff that goes into that. Like, because obviously, I think that you can love yourself and you can be thinking about other stuff like, okay, yeah, but. Or, oh yeah, but I put all this time in. And so it's going to take a little bit of effort and we do allow more than we should. Because I wholeheartedly believe that to a certain extent, if we were strong enough, each of us individually, people across the world, if we were strong enough to be like, you know, one strike, you're out. We would probably be so much more whole. But we allow people to continuously shit on us before we skip. Well, I mean, and that might be why we come to people and people. Because if you if we could get to the point where we were like, you hurt me 
I mean, obviously, depending on what it is, right? Obviously, like I said, not the petty shit, but I'm saying if it's something like you have an affair, you hurt me. At that point, you was not thinking about my best interest, how I felt. You disrespected me. You disrespected our relationship. I'm done. If we were conditioned to leave at the first sign of disrespect, I feel like we would be more whole as people. I think the damages come where it's like you let someone destroy you over and over again because I feel like you get you you chip more and more away at someone's self-esteem and armor when you're continuously doing something like oh I love them and they'll do better and you continuously breaking that trust because now you're breaking down trust further and further and further until there's nothing left. So I feel like you become even less of a person the more you let that happen and we're so conditioned to stay People say for so long that it's like by the time you finally leave, you are a fraction of the. I mean, I I feel like we'll be a lot more whole, but it will be a lot more whole as single people because for sure, for sure. And honestly, that brings up a. And honestly, sorry, I'm to cut you off, but that brings up a topic that I want to touch on too, which I guess we'll do another day. It'll be maybe we'll do it next week because it's more of a extension on this. Is because you know when people always say that like relationships are work they're not easy we're human what is that just up to the individual i suppose what that might absolutely we'll dive into that first like i said i don't want to go i don't want to i just wanted to touch that because i'm actually gonna leave that as a full topic but uh, what was you about to say um no I, i was just saying that like there's gonna be bullshit and everything and yeah a lot of time that's kind of touching on next week's topic but a lot of times like some shit can be innocent to you or not that big of a deal to you and your partner is like, you know what I'm saying? That's like top three on their list is, you know, of deal breakers and shit like right. that. And that's where a lot of the three, four, five strike relationships come into play. Yeah, to me, that ain't shit. But to you, that means, you know, that's a really big deal. And that leads to either me trying to adjust to you or you trying to adjust to me and nine times out of ten when people especially at this age like you are what you are mm-hmm. like you stuck in your ways and it kind of is what it is so you need to have that moment where you know you kind of put shit on the table and figure out like from the jump like what's going on because you would hate to be in that unconditional love phase and this person does this thing this unthinkable thing even though you know what i'm saying it was established like that's not that big of a deal to me like this you know i do x y and z mm-hmm. like it ain't that big of a deal now riddle me this how much would you say like i know i mentioned before when i was introducing the topic about being predisposed to pain with that being the case like how common because i think it's fairly common but i want to know your take on it how common do you think so used to being shit one way or another that we start to feel that's how love feels. or that's what love is because I actually had a conversation with somebody and it was like I want that actually kind of gave me this idea it's like I want to they were talking about a situation that happened to them but they were just like just for an example it's like why actually you should talk about this on your show why do you think we choose people that hurt us he was like you know I was dating this girl and I'm the good guy I'm sweet and I'm nice and I'm caring I'm considerate and I'm attentive and I'm all these things and she said I was the best that never happened to her but she ended up leaving me and choosing the guy that was loud and obnoxious rowdy and like you know what i'm saying like no seriously he was rowdy in fact like he was like always going out looking for a fight it was a situation where he got in a fight in the club and they eventually like slapped the shit out of her and then eventually he got abusive because that was the type of person he was like but it's like 
she could have pinned those things from his personality, but she still chose that over the peace of mind that came with our relationship. She was like, is that, so he was like, why is that? Like, why do we choose people that hurt us? And like some people, I'm like, is it something where you don't think? I actually have a very good answer to that. Okay. All right. So I've had a similar situation like that happen. Um, most people don't actually know what the fuck they want when it comes to love or a relationship. And secondly, a lot of times those good love stories are hella boring. People mm-hmm. don't like Absolutely. boring. Yep. So mm-hmm. when you look at a, let's say one of our prime examples at the moment, uh, Russell Wilson and Sierra, you look at them, you can tell they genuinely love each other. Like they're happy. They go do shit, you know, together. They have common interests. They support each other in whatever they do. And still, for whatever reason, in the back of your mind, you like, that shit looks whack as fuck. <laughs> like them niggas look so boring, like missionary with the lights off, pulling the dick out through the pajamas type of. You know what I'm saying? Two separate beds type of relationship shit. And that's how, you know, that's just how fucked up our minds are. So when we get those good feelings, it's more so, uh, okay, like, yeah, this is good. I feel good and shit, but it's not, you know, it's not exciting enough for me. Like, it's Mm -hmm. not risky enough. And it goes both ways with males and females. Like, you know, a lot of males say, oh, yeah, you know, I want, you know, the good one, the quiet one, the one that don't go out until, you know, you want to go do something and she just want to chill or vice versa. You know, a woman wants to go out and, you know, go to the club, listen to some music, have some drinks, dance and shit. And the nigga like, yeah, no, I'm like, you have to understand that a lot of times. Good love is very boring. So if you're not a very boring person, yeah, some people like it. that. <laughs> they think like, oh, fire and and intensity and stuff like that. It's like they want to like be on some Jody and event, argue and like like the whole pe- like the whole idea of people like literally like strike up arguments to have sex. Right. But I it, never understood that shit. It switches like so fast. It can switch so fast because y'all can be good and then because like, I feel like that because it's almost like a gateway drug if you think about it. Like you addicted to that intensity, right? And it's like eventually it's like at first it's like oh yeah we're gonna get into this argument and we're gonna make up and have sex and then it's like okay then you just arguing and ain't no sex now y'all just fucking hate each other <laughs> and ain't no making up because y'all done ticked each other off so much where it's just like bickering. Yeah, I mean, you can get the perfect person for your, you know, whatever your mindset is, whatever your hopes and dreams and shit is. But eventually, you're probably going to get tired of the perfect person because you don't, like, you shouldn't strive for perfection. I mean, honestly, if the simple niggas was more attractive and taller. My nigga, relax. Life bro. would actually probably be, be like, if I could find somebody like the size, not necessarily height and size wise. What of Russell Wilson? I'm just just taller, Russell warmer. Russell Wilson is not that tall. I said taller. I ain't, that's why I said not. <laughs> I don't know how tall he is, but I think Sierra Sierra is pretty tall. Man, Russell Wilson's five ten. Yeah, okay, taller than that. <laughs> but see, that's what that's what that's a issue, and we talked about but that. That's for a, I about to say shit. I'm about to write on another topic because I'm about to say that's a different a, day. It's like our all all the people are fucked up. Oh, I'm about to write that down. Because y'all be one of the tall niggas and shit, and the tall niggas know that they're in high demand and shit. That's so the they same have, nigga with the niggas. That, that's the same situation with niggas that got shit going for themselves. Like, oh, I ain't got no kids. I got my own house. I got my own car. I got a good job. I ain't about to hold till I die. Like, I wonder, do men get to a point where they like, I use a wife. 
Like, I could use somebody to remind Absolutely. Cook me food. Like, I don't know if the average nigga with his life together ever gets that feeling. Because he's like, I could have a different bitch in here every day. I mean, it's all about, like, your mindset and how you, you know, choose to actually, you know, live your life. Because I know niggas, they used to be, like, casting over and shit. And look at them now, like, bro, you, like, real trash right now, nigga. You got, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to stay in with the wife and kids. Real, nigga? I think that's my biggest that's my biggest like, issue. Really? That is the biggest issue I have is that like I'm like, damn, like am I if I ever do decide well not nah, whatever. If I ever get to the point where I'm like ready to settle down and stuff like that, it's just like, is it gonna be somebody that I'm attracted to? Like, am I gonna be attracted to them and like find them attractive? Because it seemed like all the niggas that wanna settle down and like are like are like squares. And I'm not saying boring, that's the thing. I'm Cool. It's. I think it's a. It's a huge difference. Follow me. It's a huge difference in someone who is like a square person and a good mate. Because I feel like, like Sierra, for instance. I think that she. I don't think she's a square. Like I think she's sexy. I think that she's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? I mean, she may fucking write it. Have you listened to some of her albums? She's nasty. I don't think she's like this, like super. Nigga, have you looked at her roster? But that's what I'm saying. Okay, exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I don't think. But I'm saying like they have a good relationship. The niggas that I meet are just like nigga squares, where it's just like your life isn't even interesting. Like you aren't at a per- as a person. Whereas like, don't look at me while you say that, my nigga. <laughs> I will fight you. Wow, that's wild. <laughs> you want some motherfucking non-square? You want a circle, nigga? nigga you you not gonna a square. get a square? You a rat. Anyways, <laughs> like for real though, it's just like when I think about it, I'm like, damn, like am I gonna have to settle for like unattractive and nerdy and lame and like boring? Oh, I don't go to clubs. I don't drink. Oh, I don't do nothing or. Like, is the only men that want to, like, settle down and, like, start a life with you and be your man is, like, the like the people that nobody... And I'm not saying I want some hype beast-ass nigga. I just want somebody that I have something in common with where it's like, man, y'all was hungover yesterday, nigga. Me too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... I mean, that's the most important thing, man. Find somebody that matches your... Yeah, your because, like, we can be born in our relationship together. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can easily be born like, oh, babe, let's, you know, cook some fries and chicken fingers and watch, you know, fuck, I don't know, True Blood Marathon or Criminal Minds, nigga. I'm cool with doing abortion, but right, I'm saying like. but when she want to go out, nigga, go out. Right. But when I say, nigga, no let's choice. go and it's a black party, we about to shake ass, nigga, well, you're not you. I'm about to shake ass. Just stand behind me. Well, nigga, we. <laughs> I need you to be like, all right, nigga, I want you to be, you know what I'm saying? I want to be like, you, you dress well. Man, actually. Funny sidebar, have you ever had an ex that like dressed like a high school white boy, a high school age white boy, and then once you leave that nigga alone, he try to dress better? Let me introduce y'all to Hendrix. <laughs> this nigga be coming in here like this nigga sell crack. I said, this nigga bought real gym shoes. This nigga got a whole new wardrobe. I'm like, nigga, I had to take you out in public with these running shoes on every day. And now you got sneakers, nigga. Like, you got real sneakers? The hell going on in here? I'm like, this nigga here got scully on, nigga, bubble coats. I'm on like, what up? You know what I'm saying? Nigga ain't never let nigga look like a, a scream tease and mom jeans, nigga. With running shoes on. <laughs> you know... 
it's fucked up because a lot of times as Casey is describing stories, I want to know how mad my response should be. So I kind of like listen intently. I'm like, okay, this could be possibly about me. Like, all right, no, 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 this ain't me. As she was just saying that, I was like, all right, wait, no, no, this ain't me. And she got a little bit further. I'm like, oh, this nigga really? Oh, okay. You about to talk some shit about her. All right. I'm sorry. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, I'm dead. I mean, I still were. Like, yeah, yesterday I don't a graphic tee and some joggers and some gym shoes. What kind of gym shoes? Hype beast ass nigga. (laughs) Well, first off. Niggas shoes got straps. This nigga used to wear running shoes everywhere. Nigga ain't ran ever. Wait, (laughs) ma'am. Those are technically called boots. Oh, okay. (laughs) Put some respect on my drip, nigga. (laughs) Oh, this nigga got drip. I'm dead. No, okay. see, I, that's how I know you on some bullshit. Cause nigga, these are the same jeans from like four years ago. So fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta add pieces, my nigga. Pieces, huh? Shit. I'm dead. Fuck All right, you. I'm. Sorry. I'm done. <laughs> you dead? I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Trust me, I'm tired. It was fun though. It was. It was. So any of y'all want to shoot y'all shot? Look, he dressed way better now. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead. Shit happens. Monday through Friday, wear a uniform. Nigga, so. <laughs> you did. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to wrap it up for the Let's Argue topic this week. If you want to add anything to this topic, you know, let what us. What was the fucking topic? Let us know. <laughs> right. Right. Let us know, you that know. Shit went to me real fast. The. <laughs> The topic was, you know, are we predisposed? Why do we stay or all of those different things? And are we just accustomed to pain? Is that a part of love? Unconditional love? That was all the stuff we touched on. If you have stories to share or, you know, somebody fucks you up when you stayed or what was your reason for staying or why do you think people stay or all of these things, you can hit us up. In our email, ask 2 podcast at gmail.com. Number two, send any questions, comments, concerns about the topic, anything we talked about or discussed on the show today, and we'll get back to you. You know what I'm saying? You know what really grinds my gears? All right, Hendrix. What grinding your girl? All right. So, um, it's twofold, but it's actually the same thing. Okay. <laughs> um, once again, the Instagram hair pages have reared their ugly heads. <laughs> And by me managing two Instagram accounts, I have to weed through, you know, it's always, especially as a content creator, you always get excited about new followers and <laughs> shit like that. And like, oh, okay, well, you got seven new followers today. Like, oh, shit, this is, you know, good day. Good day. Right, it's a good day. Five of them are hair pages and two of them are podcasts. It's like, come on, man. Not even like, you know, like fans, but right. just fellow podcasters, like. Alright bro These fucking hair pages is give- And to give Twitter Some um, some love too Look At first it was dope And I felt good about it But look Y'all niggas gotta stop With these uh Podcast recommendation Questions and shit Like stop retweeting That shit Please Cause it's spam Alright No matter how You know Bright eyed And bushy tailed Face may look 
it's spam. It's a spam question. That's all it is to feel your to feel somebody's comments and retweets and shit like that and likes. That's all that is. Stop falling for the okie doke. That's it. Leave that shit alone. So yeah, that was all that was grinding my gears. Is like, <laughs> mm, it should be, but it's not. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all that's grinding my gears. A blowjob coupon, really. <laughs> <laughs> but um what's grinding what's grinding my gears <clears throat> me, 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 me. all right when i moved into my new place about a year and a half ago i bought furniture from Gardner away and um they told me oh you should apply and get your, and get your first. So, now i'm thinking that this is a regular motherfucking credit card nobody told me anything about a promotion or a deadline or charges or whatever so i've been paying this credit card since i got it because i mean i pay every month like i put like i put a thousand dollars on it one time i put five hundred dollars on it one time i put a hundred dollars a month on there like every month and so i had just paid when i put that five hundred dollars on there my balance on to a thousand dollars and this is how i noticed because i was getting ready to pay it off and so i'm like i'm about to pay whatever i put the thousand dollars i mean i put the five hundred dollars on there raise my shit down to nine nine so i'm like I'm gonna cash this out. I uh I go on there just the other day. And my balance is fifteen, no, sixteen hundred fucking dollars. And so I'm like, what the fuck? How nigga I pay y'all every month three or four times the minimum. How the fuck is this shit so much? So I call and the guy's like, Oh yeah, so um you have to pay in a certain amount of time or all the interest that would have accrued, you get you. I'm like, what? <laughs> um Ma'am, every dime of interest that occurred over the past uh, 18 months, um, you have. I'm like, nobody fucking told me that. And if they did, I wouldn't have got this fucking credit card. Because what the fuck? Like, this is not, this is, this is a fucking scam. I said, I was like, this is a scam. (laughs) He's like, I'm sorry. Um, but it would have been on their billing statements. I don't read the billing statements. I just pay my fucking bill. Like, um, yeah, if you would have paid by February 9th. So you're telling me I'm a couple weeks shy. Why nobody told me this? Um, well, it was on your billing statement. Nigga, I just told you. I don't read the fucking billing statement. So it would have been better. <laughs> yes, nigga, a notification would have been good, nigga. Right, 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 right. I understand, because, you know, when I am in my own personal life, I don't give a fuck. What can be done about these charges? Um, well, nothing, really. It's nothing nothing that could be. The the promotion is over and now you gotta pay. I'm just like, nah, I want the shit on you. So I'm just like, you know what, let's take your funky ass $1,600 and close this motherfucking card, okay? Because you got me fucked up. I will never in my get another credit from them motherfuckers again or any other purchaser if that's how that shit works. I'm like, look, it's a promotion on that shit. I don't want it. I don't want the promotion. Take that shit off. Because y'all got me fucked up. So, yeah. Garner White <laughs> definitely had me fucked up this week. Shout out to the man on the phone. Fuck you, too, for being a dick. He's like, oh, did I take care of all your problems? I just hung up on him. <laughs> and um, I just kept it pushing because he had me fucked the fuck up. So, you know, don't don't get it. If you got a Garner White credit card, I advise you to pay off your balance. Because if it's over to whatever, the 16 or 9 or 6 months or whatever that they told y'all niggas, it's going down basement. You're going to have to pay. You're going to have to pay. They ain't tell me that. He like, so they didn't tell you that in the store? No, nigga. No, they didn't. 
They didn't tell me that. And then to make it worse is that I'm thinking it's a regular credit card because I could have been cashed the shit. But I'm like, oh, you know, whatever. Build your credit. I pay like $100, $150 every month just to pay it all. You know what I'm saying? I've been paying it off slowly. I could have cashed the shit out. But I'm just like, oh, whatever. I'm not thinking shit of it. And then, and then my balance is jumping up $300 here, $400 <laughs> here, $600 here for fucking acute interest. Are you fucking serious? A what? So, yeah. Fuck them. As somebody who also has a Gardner White furniture. Don't do it. I feel your pain. That is why I'm laughing because I went through <laughs> the same thing. But it started off rocky. So that's how I knew it was some bullshit. Uh, they sent my credit card to my previous address. And I still actually don't have a physical credit card for Gardner White. <laughs> I just cut my shit up the other day. I was like, close that shit. I cut my shit up and threw it away. Even though I've been paying for a year and a half, I still don't have a credit card. So I can't really go in the Garden White and, like, swipe. Like, they have to pull up my account. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel your pain. Like, that interest and hidden interest and all that shit. Like, yeah, all those good little discounts they told you again, you're not getting shit. So, yeah, when they say uh, 16 months interest free, just know on it month 17. That shit is not free. On month 17, if it ain't paid you off. You get charged all 16 a month, nigga, so just be ready. Just be ready. <laughs> what? So, yeah. Fuck them niggas. I also learned that uh, you should never pay anywhere near the minimum on anything that has to do with your credit. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. I always pay more. Because they charge you for that. <laughs> yeah, I always pay more. I, I was like I said, I was paying like I put a thousand dollars on there once, five hundred dollars on one, one fifty almost every month. Unless I was broke that month, then I would pay like forty dollars. <laughs> but most of the time, I was putting a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars on that shit every month. Like y'all had me fucked up. So yeah, fuck Garner White. They can kiss my dick. I'm a girl one just for them to kiss. They can take it, stick it in your ear. You go fuck. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's rough out here, bro. It's hard out here. Don't find it. Learn anything <laughs> from me. Cash out on the shit or put it on layaway, like I did it for. All right. Guys, so if you want more of that very interesting and uh, hilarious banter, where can they find you at, Casey? You can find me, Casey, in the place to be at K A Y underscore I N R E E L L I F E. That's K in real life. That is on Twitter and on Instagram. And if you want to find me on Facebook, you can do so by um, looking up Casey Cotter's K A Y C E E C O L L. Um, if you want to reach the show, of course, you can find us on most, or if not all, relevant social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, and on Twitter at the 2AM Podcast. Hendrix, where can they find you? You can find me, Cloud Cobain, um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Noli Hendrix. That is N-O-E-L-L-Y-H-E-N-D-R. IX on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't ask me about Snapchat because I don't do that. Okay. Well, any last words, Hendrix? And as always, remember, millennials, you can pull some shit out of your ass when you don't have no ideas. Just sit around for a little bit. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll catch you next. Fucking week, guys. Peace out. Peace.